lot of people that like keep money in their shoebox, believe it or not. I have a friend who has a dispensary. You want to report all your cash too, because it can get a little tricky. And Disclaimer. I was always good at math. You were the yeah. person that I was yep. cheating on. Uh, so you're just making up numbers? That's another loophole too. <laughs> We're paying ourselves a dollar. Tell us more about loopholes. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, tell us about the loopholes. Is there any real estate loopholes? You know, buy cars and jewelry and houses, and then like you do crazy stuff like pull up to the dealership with 50,000 cash. Catch me if you can. <laughs> so, I feel like they keep us in the dark they intentionally. Do. They do. I'd rather spend it on my business than give it to these they, clowns. Be uh, honest, folks. Yeah. About reporting yeah, that I'd money. Say, well, I say Yeah, be honest to a dishonest government. Yeah. You owe me X amount of Uncle dollars. Uncle Sam. Uh, Uncle Sam definitely wants his money. If you have a staff meeting, but who's going to have a staff meeting in the middle of the club? Like, come on, you guys. Is there a certain like, limit on how much? Is there any <laughs> other way to have a staff meeting? <laughs> That's how Miami was built. I know a lot of people who file their taxes legit that have OnlyFans. A I lot actually, of people. You know a lot of people. <laughs> like, I, like, I have a... I have, oh, okay. uh, no, 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 not in that type of way. I would love to see the IRS have more consistency in the way their tax laws change and how soon they change to adapt to how our country is moving. Hey, right. President Trump wrote off haircuts. I'm just, hey, as a guy with haircuts... I need to know. Build generational wealth. Like, put the money in places where trust your accounts, kids, trust accounts, accounts, real estate, yeah, real estate, those kinds of things yep. where uh, you're building for decades and generations to come, so that like your kids and grandkids can benefit from it. Doesn't even have cars anymore. It's like spaceships. <laughs> yeah, cars. What is a car? It's yeah, like, like I got a rocket that launches to the moon. <laughs> right. I don't, right. I don't need a car. Omni and a Lamborghini. Omni's yeah, in prison. <laughs> How much are you spending a month? You're never going to know, like, are you profitable or are you not profitable? Can you make an investment? Can you hire more people? Can you expand? Because you don't even know how much you're taking home at the end of every month. Can I ask the government and IRS what they spend their money on <laughs> dollar for dollar? Welcome, 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 everyone, to episode 16 of Weekly Deposit we have a truly spectacular guest with us today, a leader and a pioneer in her community. She has developed a strong reputation for her expertise in financial analysis, tax preparation, and business strategy. She is an Augsburg University alumni with a finance degree. She is a globetrotter. She's always somewhere. Someone with passion to empower individuals to take control of their finance. She's built a loyal client base. She's an entrepreneur who is an proud owner of her own accounting business called Universal Accounting Services, and overall just a great friend, uh, a mentor, a person. Uh, please give a warm welcome to Ilham Adam. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Um, thank you for being here. So let's cash in. Let's get started. Um, you know, we, we always give the first question is always the same with all of our guests. Mm -hmm. We always ask uh, all of our guests this first question because me and Julian are avid travelers. We love traveling. We love seeing the world. We love learning new cultures, especially Julian loves trying new food. I love food. So, um, you know, with that being said, what's the last place you visited? I know what the last place is, but tell the viewers and listeners what's the last place you visited and what's the next place you're going to. Okay, so last place I visited was Hawaii. I was just there like a week and a half ago. Oh. Just got back last week. Way um, to throw it on us. <laughs> yeah. <Sorry. laughs> Flex. Okay. Um, 
definitely recommend people to go there. It's beautiful. Where in Hawaii? I went to Honolulu. Okay. So the main island, Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, or Oahu, I guess you can say. And then we had a chance to leave the area where a lot of the tourists are. So we mm-hmm. drove to the North Shore, which is where all the locals live. Okay. Definitely, like, the best experience. I thought it was better than where all the resorts and stuff were. Because you really get to see, like, the Hawaiian culture. Mm -hmm. You get to eat fresh food. You get to see other beaches that are not, like, super crazy. Yeah, touristy. Um, And then, I don't know, it's just the scenery is so beautiful. Like, it's just something different. Um, So, yeah, that's where I just was. And then next trip... You know, I always take a trip after tax season. Um, I have a couple of places on my list that I'm thinking about going to. So one of them is Turkey. Um, My pops is actually taking a trip there, so I might tag along. Istanbul? Yes. Yeah, yeah, my mom went there. She absolutely loved it. Yeah, he was just there in January, and then he's going to go back in April. So I think I might go with him. If not there, um, I may go back to Arizona. That's one of my, like, places that I like to go to. Oh, oh. Like what, what part of Arizona? I always go to Scottsdale, Phoenix area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Old yep. Town? Uh, yep. You like to hang out in Old Town? Yep. Okay, yep. okay. I do, too. Yeah. <laughs> the weather is so nice around that time, and it's like our rainy season here, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it gets it's hot there though. Super it is. Hot. It gets really degrees. yeah, hundred degrees. Yeah, he cannot be out there during the daytime. No, not at all. Uh, the last time I was there last year, we tried to do like uh, four wheeling. Yes, I did it, too. Yeah, yeah, at the crack of dawn, like six a.m., mm-hmm. seven a.m., eight a.m. before the sun really starts beaming, or they do it like in the evening. You know, it's really good time to go in the fall. Like our really? our fall. Yeah. Well, I went last September, and it was the weather was was fine. What you know? was it like? Eighties. <sighs> Yeah, it was about it was about eighties, but it got down to about like sixties around like four or five ish, which isn't which isn't bad. I was actually just there. I I didn't leave the airport, but that was where my layover was from yeah. Hawaii. It was cold when I got off the plane. Like yeah. cold, yeah. and I was like, I don't want to come back. Yeah, gray. people say don't don't go, go in the summertime. I mean, you can go in the summertime and have fun and all yeah. that because of pool parties and stuff. Yeah. But just like being out there all day, like mm-hmm. no, it's oh no, you can't yeah. you can't do it. It's a desert. It gets cold at night for sure. Yeah. Just yeah. like Las Vegas. Las Vegas is yep. definitely cold around this time yep. of year. I've yeah, been in the, our winter months, and I thought it was going to be hot. Packed all shorts, and I was pissed off yeah. when I got there because it's like 40 degrees I'm like dang I did not know that it gets cold and they're like yeah we get cold months too I'm like Ew. my my bucket list is Hawaii because I used to watch the show Lost so after oh, after yes. this yeah Lost so is like, a good show yeah, yeah. it was a good show it was like my favorite show I'd, I'd have my mom tape it for me back when it was like VHS tapes and stuff yeah. <laughs> um so we'll talk about this afterwards because I, I need to get some recommendations and for stuff sure. like that um okay uh, we want to ask you, how did you get started in the accounting industry and kind of what led you to start your own business? So um, when I was at Augsburg, I, this is crazy, I started as a political science major because mm-hmm. I thought I wanted to be an attorney. Mm-hmm. And then, but I knew I always wanted to minor in business. So when I started, I, you know, I took the intro classes, wasn't for me. And then it got to the point where it was like, okay, you really have to figure out like, what are you going to major in? Because it's clearly not political science so Mm -hmm. um my academic advisor was like start taking more business classes so I took management it was okay it just I just knew it wasn't for me um I took marketing that was not for me either and then I took accounting 101 like that intro class and I was like okay this really makes sense but when I thought about it I was like I was always good at math 
Like, I was always that person that was in, like, the advanced math classes. So, Calculus and all yeah, that. AP. All that you were the yeah. person that I was yep. cheating off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's, like, the one class that I was, like, really, really good at. So I was like, okay, like, let me just lean into what I'm good at kind of thing. So um, the accounting professor, she was super nice and I would like go to her office and be like, can you double check my work and just make sure she's like, you got this. Like you should really consider getting into accounting and finance. So I was like, all right, I'm going to think about it. So I like would go home and like do my own research. Like, okay, what kind of like careers can you have or what kind of jobs and how much do they pay? Cause yeah. that's what I really want to know. Like, am I going to be able to, where's the money? Yeah. Like what's the starting <laughs> salary at or how far can I go with it? So, yeah. um, once I kind of started to figure that out and I was like actually doing well in the classes and I liked it, I was like, all right, I probably should declare my major. Um, and then I took a finance class. So mm. They're intertwined, but when you declare your major, you have to pick one or the other. So I ended up picking finance just because I felt like the research that I did and like mentors that I spoke to, you can cross over from like finance to accounting careers because they kind of talk the same language in a sense. Yeah. So that's kind of how I got into it. Okay. And then after I graduated school, I like picked up a side job doing taxes So that's how I got into, like, the tax world of things. So, like, I learned about it in school, but they don't teach you how to, like, do a tax return to the extent that, like, a tax preparer or, like, a EA or a CPA would know. So I went to go pick up a little side hustle or whatever. I was like, okay, I got my corporate job, but I, like, was bored. I know this sounds crazy, but I was used to taking evening classes. So I was like, okay, now that I graduated college, like, I got a lot of time on my hands outside of, like, my normal 40 hours a week. So... I started doing taxes at Jackson Hewitt, and then I was like, oh, I like this. There's, like, good money in it. You're helping people. You're educating people because there's a lot of people that don't know about taxes. Like, even when you talk about the basics of, like, what is a 1040? When do I have to file my taxes? What is a W-2? What is a W-4? All these forms and things. So I was like, okay, I really like this because it's aligning with – you know, what I'm good at, and then I'm also serving people. Yep. So I feel like they keep us in the dark they intentionally. Do. <laughs> they do, and it sucks to say it, but it's the truth. Like, there's a lot of stuff that we're not taught about the basics of, like, financial literacy. Well, there's also a lot of loopholes that you know about small business owners yeah. as well. W-2s is a little bit easier. Yeah, W-2s is, yeah. Cut and dry, simple to do. It is, You yeah. know, but it, yep. things get a little foggy. Uh, Mm -hmm. with with small business owners is there any things that you would recommend to some small business owners like anything that's new that we should know about because we we dread tax season i don't know about (laughs) these guys i love it you know i hate it (laughs) but i understand why people hate it though because a lot of the times it's like a it's kind of like a burden or like a fear like I don't want to have to deal with like all these papers and all these numbers and documents and things like that so um, I would definitely say if you're a small business owner um, get bookkeeping in place like when you start your business and booking good bookkeeping is going to help you track your income and expenses and really get an idea of like your company's profitability so um, that like you know get your documents in order uh, keep your receipts making sure that you're keeping track of your write-offs and that kind of ties back into bookkeeping um, Mm -hmm. so that you're not paying the IRS money that you don't want to be paying. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just taking advantage of those kinds of things. 
So uh, th- those are the kind of the recommendations you have to get better at budgeting and. Oh yeah, because it's gonna go a long way. Like if you're a business owner and you're making money and spending money, but you have no sense of like idea of like how much are you making a month, mm-hmm. how much are you spending a month, you're never gonna know like. Are you profitable? Are you not profitable? Can you make an investment? Can you hire more people? Can you expand? Because you don't even know how much you're taking home at the end of every month. You know right. what I mean? Right. So bookkeeping is going to help you. Is there any good app, uh, apps you recommend? Yeah, I was going to ask. Oh, yeah. Is there is some apps? For sure. You know? So QuickBooks yep. online is yep. going to be a really good one. You can also access it on your phone because it has an app. Wave is another accounting software. Um, if you're in the early phases of business and you're not ready to spend on like monthly subscriptions and software, use Excel. All you have to do is literally document your every move in your business. So look at your bank statements, look at how much you're spending every month. What are you spending? And I'll make sure you're documenting all that information. And where's your money coming from too, as deposits come in, making sure you record that as well. Okay. Gotcha. So those are kind of some uh, tips you would have for 1099ers. uh, 1099ers too, yeah. Yeah. Because you're technically considered self-employed. And I think that's another thing a lot of people get left in the dark. Because they end up picking up a contract job or like a Mm self-employed 1099 gig. And they don't realize that they're self-employed. So you don't have taxes being taken out of your pay. Now when tax time comes around, you're taxed like you're self-employed, like a sole proprietor. So... You have to keep up with your expenses so that you can, you know, help lower that tax liability. What do you what do you feel are some common financial mistakes that that small businesses make and how can you avoid them? So common financial mistakes, um, not doing their bookkeeping is a big one because. Mm Let's just say, for example, you go a couple of years without doing your bookkeeping and you haven't done your taxes. Now you have to backtrack, which costs a lot of money because you have to pay somebody to do it for you. And then you may not even remember what you were spending that money on, you know. So So, you're just making up numbers? (laughs) So, well, no, because you'll (laughs) sit here and be like, okay, well, what did I spend that $150 on in 2021 on July 1st? Yeah. If Uh, If your bank statement doesn't give you, like, you yeah. know, that description or memo line, you're kind of like, I think I spent it on supplies. I think I spent it on marketing. You got to get really detailed because the IRS wants to know dollar for dollar, where did you spend your money? So by category, meaning if you, you know, sp- spend money at Amazon for supplies for your business, you're going to put that in the supply category. So that's one I would say. Um, can I ask the government and IRS what they spend their money on <laughs> dollar for dollar? I wish we can. Can, go, can it go both ways? I really <laughs> wish we could. Unfortunately, it doesn't play. A, it does question. not go both ways. It does not go both ways. Definitely doesn't. Um, some other mistakes, uh, not keeping receipts. So if you're a business owner, you have to keep them for seven years. So keep all your financial documents for seven years because the IRS can audit you back, you know, seven years. Um Another thing I would say, not separating their personal and business finances. So if you're a business owner, you definitely want to have a business bank account. So checking, savings, so all of your business activity happens in those business accounts. It does not intertwine with your personal because that's another big thing that comes up if you were to ever get audited is they want to know, like, did you have a clean separation between the two? And that also gives you an idea of, like, correct finances, too. Because if you're mixing all of them, how do you know what's the difference between your personal and your business? You're not. You're not. You're, yeah, you're not. That's just Again, the truth. you're going to go back to making up some stuff yeah. or just, like, shooting in the dark. Exactly. Yep. <clears throat> what, are, what, what is a tax write-off? 
So a tax write-off is an ordinary or necessary business expense that your business basically had to take on to operate your business, essentially. So, um, for example, like a write-off would be like marketing and advertising. So if you're paying for Facebook ads or um, if you have a social media manager kind of thing, well, I guess that could be considered a contractor too, but... Mm. Um, if you're paying for website services, like if you have like Squarespace or yep. Wix, you know, those kinds of things, um, supplies, contractor, if you have employees, salaries and wages, all these things that you think about, like, OK, I need to spend this money in these places to operate the business. That's going to be a write off. OK, interesting question. Yeah. What if your business um, entails like you looking a particular way? Does that... Uh, constitute like i have to have this suit i have to uh oh. cut my hair this way there, so there's like hey our- president trump wrote off haircuts i'm just hey as a guy with haircuts i need to know i think there's um it, it can get very detailed so it yeah. really depends on what do you do for business you know what industry does your business belong Correct. to like me showing up to the office every day in a business suit because i have meetings with my clients that doesn't that's not gonna cut it that's a personal expense technically because i want to look like this but it's a part of the business though Hold it's on. a professional it, setting it, exactly it, it, there's like, a I, very thin line so that i always say like when you get that detailed and you want to know like it, okay. there's some people in certain industries were like well do my nails count well, it depends on for what, though. Like, it was, you gotta you know look insane? good, presentable. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. like, that's why I always say refer to like IRS publications and have oh, okay. like you and your accountant look into it and see, like, do you qualify to write this off? So my haircut doesn't count <laughs> for a write off. I mean, yeah, exactly. Well, that, and then like, okay. TV personalities and et cetera, it's right? A little different. They have to, yeah, they have to it's look a little a bit different. Way. Yeah, in those cases. But like, like, I'm using myself as an accountant. <laughs> really because i'm choosing to so wait, okay. hold on wait a minute we have a we have a podcast and yeah. and uh, can we say we're a tv personality yet or or no <laughs> you said it. I, that's a stretch I but sure why not we'd want to double check because the other thing too is um one we don't know all the irs laws off the top of our head so i usually like if what do question, you do though I'm saying me too. Oh, okay, Same okay. like a most lot. people. Yeah, it's a lot. Like it, a lot of people in our profession, like you have to go double check. And the other thing too is IRS laws change year over year. Yeah. So what what's okay right now may not be okay next year. Yep. So um, it's always good to refer back to publications. Sounds like a trap. Yeah. It's yeah. always good to go back to the IRS website, double check with your accountant too if if you qualify. Yeah, because to me, okay, here's my whole take on that, mm-hmm. right? If I came to you as an accountant, right? Yep. And you looked super raggedy and this <laughs> and that, would I not as a human judge that yeah, in some we do type or form, right? Yeah. Like if you're raggedy, like why would I want this raggedy person? Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way about like realtors and like people, you know, when you have like you're facing customers or what do they call like clients, uh, clients, yeah, Yeah, customer facing businesses or client facing businesses. It's important for you to look up to par, but correct, you know, the IRS, like who wants to talk to me if I'm selling a half a million dollar home or this or that? And you show up in like baggy sweatpants, yeah, yeah, Yeah. just rolled out of bed. I'm like, I probably wouldn't take you seriously. Thank you, IRS, yes, so that means that we can use our image uh, like our haircuts and uh, i don't know what yes. else you do but for me just haircuts 
Yeah. As a write-off. I go into a cryo chamber. <laughs> come back yeah. I mean, if that's the case, like, that means, like, for especially for women, like, nails, yes. lashes. It's we more expensive so, for women. Yo, yeah. We have so many different, like, moving pieces to making us look up to par. So, yeah. No, I get uh, that. But, but I think that's where um, the IRS, like, creates those lines and, like, it's okay or it's not okay kind of thing because if not people are just gonna go overboard and feel like which i feel like wealthy people do so why not wealthy people do find loopholes yes they're wealthy so tell (laughs) us more about loopholes yeah i was gonna say yeah tell us about the loopholes is there any real estate loopholes yeah and we can we can go off uh, air with this yeah we can definitely go off air with this i will say one loophole that i'm just gonna say generally that a lot of people like to lean into is the s-corp so S-Corp election. It's S-Corp. A, S-Corp. Okay. I yep. So it's a, it's a tax election. Um, okay. And basically what happens is a business. So like we can say an LLC, for example, let's just say I own my LLC mm-hmm. and I'm making really good money and I'm, you know, profiting like net profiting at the end of the year on my taxes, 60,000 a year. So at that point I'm paying self-employed taxes on 60,000. That can be a lot. Right. So yeah. that's like 15.3 percent right now, about 15.3, if not pretty close to it. Um, so I can say I prefer to you know, elect as an S corp. And the benefit of that is I myself as an owner can put myself on salary. So if I put myself on salary now, I can write off my salary as an S corp. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the difference is if I just stayed in LLC, right, like a sole proprietor yep. and I'm filing a 1040 Schedule C, I cannot take a salary. I take owner's draws. You can't write any of that off, right? Yep. So a lot of people will try to lean into the escort because you can, it's a pass-through entity. But doesn't the salary also then pay taxes in a way? Because That's you're the basically then a W-2. Correct. That's the other part of it too, is you have to be aware. So the IRS says you have to pay yourself a reasonable salary. So you don't have to pay yourself like crazy amount of money but you do have to you have to abide by that rule and pay yourself a reasonable salary but like you said now I'm an employee of my business and I have to pay federal social security medicare state taxes Mm -hmm. and the business also has to pay payroll taxes too so it costs but you can write it all off can you tell me so I see a lot of CEOs and high ups doing this. Yeah. The one dollar a year salary. <clears throat> the one dollar a year. Yeah. So they get paid one dollar a year in salary, <laughs> and most of their income or most of their thing comes through stocks because that can't be taxed. That's another loophole too. <laughs> we paying ourselves a dollar. <laughs> um, I know, right? <laughs> I mean, you. I can go into like a long tangent. I don't want to because it's mm-hmm. gonna bore people, but. Uh, yeah, there there's other loopholes, especially when when you start to see people in certain um, income mm-hmm. brackets, tax yes. brackets, they call it. Yes, you'll find a lot of different loopholes that people will try to take advantage of. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, big corporations do this all the, time, all the time, all the time. I mean, let's take Apple for example. Yeah, all of their uh, parent company is in Ireland. Ireland has no taxes, yep. so basically, the all of their stuff from here goes to Ireland. And then Ireland doesn't pay any taxes, so they're tax-free. I mean, you're talking about a trillion-dollar company here yeah. that doesn't pay any taxes. Yep. A lot of companies will, will find their way into, you know, making their way around paying taxes. So, 
Um, it it kind of sucks in a sense because when we look at like the average American, right, like the person that's yeah. making sixty grand a year, I think um, it's less than that. The average oh, American yeah. is forty, making, yeah, 40. forty, yep, forty. Your paycheck to paycheck, yeah, your kids and a family to feed, and we still get taxed. You know what I'm saying? Oh like yeah, yeah. You get taxed before get before you even get your check. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, and it's then not uh, fair. It's, well, it's always been funny to me because I've been on both sides of this uh, right. equation, right? <laughs> so when I when I was getting uh, the whole W two paycheck, yep. you know, you get taxed and everything, and you kind of for the most part don't think about it. You just look at your net. Yep. Okay. Cool. And at the end of the tax season, you get some money back. You're like, yeah. oh great. Yeah, uh, this you know? is great. Yeah. 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 If oh, you filled go- out your W four correctly. Yeah. Because so I've I'm seen like, where yeah. some people do exempt and then. Yep, and I'm like, oh great, you know, the government gave me money. No, the government gave you your money. Your back. money back. <laughs> yeah, correct. They didn't you know? give you free money back. And then they you go, gave you yeah. your money back. Yeah, yeah, and then you go spend it at Red Lobster. Thinking, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just your own money that you're spending. I love when people around this yeah. time like, oh, I'm gonna get my taxes back. What yeah. are you doing with that? Like, come on, <laughs> some new shoes, some yeah. Red Lobster. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm gonna go take buy a, a car or something. Or something. Yeah, yeah, take, take yeah a trip. exactly. It's no, your it's, money. It's your money exactly. It's like, oh, you overpaid here, so and then on the other opposite side you know you get all this uh, uh money that gross money that doesn't get taxed and stuff like that yeah. you have the write-offs but then at the end the tax man's like hey yeah you owe me x amount uncle of dollars sam. Uh, uncle sam definitely wants his money but another tip i will say for business owners is to pay your quarterly taxes yes you pay your quarterly taxes that will help alleviate a big tax bill when you file your taxes because essentially what you're doing throughout the years you're paying in Kind of like what W two employees do. Yeah. You know, the only difference is they, you know, pay in bi weekly or weekly, yep. however their paychecks are kind of split. But um and then, you know, there are are penalties too. If you're making a certain amount of money as a business owner and you're not paying your estimated quarterly taxes, you will get penalized. So uh okay. it's good to it's good to follow up on those. And things. you set your clients or your ten ninety nines or business business owners up on that, like a schedule or just like a plan. Yeah. When you yeah. sit down with them? Okay. Yeah, so like quarterly taxes are due technically on the 15th of the month that follows that quarter, right? So like quarter one is going to end March 31st, so the payment would be April, April 15th. 15th, but April 15th falls on like a Friday, Saturday, so it's due on April 18th, which is tax day. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, and the, the schedule continues. It's on the IRS website. But yeah, if I work with clients who are 1099 or self-employed, I always tell them like, hey, check, yeah, Quarterly and check back in with me. I will also send reminders out too when that time comes. Okay. So here's here's my thing with quarterly, right? Yeah. What about expenses and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. If I'm if I'm you know, so if I do it at the end of the year, I can yeah. expense expense mm-hmm. and and um, so I always tell Julian at the end of the year, like remember why I bought that big old screen and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like yo, I'm gonna spend. I got little bit too much money here right. i gotta spend some of this yeah i'd rather spend it on my business than give it to these Thank clowns correct <laughs> so how um quarterly taxes is uh calculated i guess you can say this is where bookkeeping comes in is on a month-to-month basis you know you have your gross income all of your expenses and then you have your net profit you want to save 25 to 30 percent of that to pay for taxes so that when that quarterly due date comes you have money set aside so those three months in that corner quarter that uh, essentially like accumulates, right? The 25 to 30% that you saved. So now when you pay your quarterly taxes throughout the year and then you file your annual taxes, if you overpaid, just like a person with a W-2, they're going to refund you. Okay. Oh. Yeah, they don't keep your money. Okay. Yeah, they refund oh, you. Oh, no, they keep your money. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't going to refund 
fun I, too. I have a very distaste for these these guys. Yeah, or then, if you owe them still, yeah. it just alleviates how high that you know that bill would have been because they subtract your quarterly pay in, yep. and then you're left with like hopefully a smaller <laughs> small balance. A smaller balance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, this question. So, what about companies that uh, you know have a loss or stuff like that? Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, we were talking before on air about Uber and stuff like that. Yeah. They've reported losses for since they've Forever. been around. Yeah. 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 So, reporting a loss, essentially, if you report a loss, technically the IRS can't tax you, right? Because how are you going to get taxed on the negative? That's a loss. Yeah. Income. It's a loss. But um, I feel like that's a business strategy to do. It is to a certain extent. Yeah, it is what's the negative behind that? Because a lot of people yeah. would be doing that. Then what's so the negative behind it is one, it could like if you do it a lot of years consistently, especially for small businesses, it could potentially trigger an audit because they want to see do you really have a loss? You know, do your yeah. receipts and your Uh-oh. bookkeeping really say you have a loss, or yeah. are you just BSing it so you don't pay taxes? Um, the other part of it is if you want to get business funding or yeah, you can't, you can't because you your pro- your yeah. business is not profitable because the bank is going to say, let's see your tax returns when they look at your tax returns and your business is not profiting. You have a good gross income, but you have more expenses to, you know, bring you down to that loss. It's such a double edged sword. Yeah. It is definitely a double edged sword. It gets very tricky. Um, so you kind of have to think about like, what is your end goal? You know, yeah. maybe How if you, you get a grant or something like that, that yeah. might that might mm-hmm. help. Okay, let's talk about cash businesses. You know, there's a lot. You were talking about nails before. You know, ladies love to do their nails, yeah. or you know, uh, when we go to the barber shops or other businesses, laundry mats, etc., that mm-hmm. take cash. Yeah. And then a new one. I have a friend who has a dispensary, uh-huh. right? And it's Ooh. just legalized in some yeah. states. It's federally illegal, so the it's not FDIC insured. Yeah. So you can't, can't put his money in his bank. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's this gray zone area. Like, what do those okay. people can do? Or, you know, are they, are, most of those people are like, I don't want to report this to yeah. the IRS. So I'll, um, I can really speak to, like, the first type of business, because that's a lot of the type of business owners that I work with, mm-hmm. um, is, like, beauty industry, barbers, um, laundromats is another good example. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, what other types of business have, like... Lashes, lash, yeah. Anything in the beauty industry, yeah. Yeah, Anything in the beauty industry. Um, (laughs) So if you use or like if you allow your clients to pay with cash, nothing wrong with that at all. But I usually tell my clients deposit that into the business bank account, like at the end of the week or something. Like Mm -hmm. have a deposit day, and when you deposit it, make sure you like you're writing in your memo, like you know, income from this week or something along those lines. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and you want to report all your cash too, cause it can get a little tricky. And Disclaimer. <laughs> be uh, honest folks. Yeah. About reporting yeah, that I money. Say, well, I say yeah, be honest to a dishonest government. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Uh, yeah. Report all your cash because one, you, you want to look like you're making money on paper. Like technically, for some people, like we talked about before, yeah. they prefer to take the loss. But, mm-hmm. like, 
in reality don't I personally would say like you want your business to look like you're profitable if you're really profitable like yeah. if yeah. you really have a strong business like of course be honest and show that and just be responsible as a business owner and um take advantage of you know whatever tax strategies are out there to help you but yeah if you if you have a cash base or if you uh, accept cash definitely report all of it um because it could cause problems. Because what if an audit happens and they find out or something? Ah, the then big old scary audit. Yeah, now you got to <laughs> answer have you, questions. Have you dealt with that situation uh, before? Is it very rare about auditing? Audit? Yeah, like. Um, I have dealt with people who have gotten audited by the state, but not the federal. And with okay. state, it's really, it wasn't anything like crazy. It just more so they wanted like documents to show um, less one of them was a business owner. The other one was uh, like a W-2 and they just wanted proof that the dependent was really their dependent kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. So I haven't really. 32 <laughs> kids I got. <laughs> yeah, 30, 32 kids or half of them are your siblings. Half of them are your kids. No, I'm just joking. But yeah, it was just more so. That, In our like, community, they're all. <laughs> everybody's cousin, your kids. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so that situation was more so just can you prove um, documents? So like school records, medical records. Um, what else uh, landlord statement or you know just stuff like that to prove that you actually like care for that dependent mm-hmm. yeah and then the other situation with the business owner was just showing um, receipts gotcha okay mm-hmm. me and Julian always share on Instagram or news or anytime we see this those people that took the PPP <laughs> loans by there's Lambos a, there's a guy that just uh, that just just got booked for five and a half years he was facing 23 oh, yeah. years I, I think his name's like Omni and the yeah, Hellcat yeah. or yeah. something like that Omni. but yeah, yeah. Uh, Omni and the that. Lamborghini yeah, Omni's in prison <laughs> <laughs> literally I saw that but I yeah. think I was reading like I don't know if it was related to a PPP I think it said it was like it was a cable, a cable scam. Like how do you, how do you do it? A cable scam. So I like tried to read through it last <laughs> night late, and it says something along the lines of like, I think they were like selling cable to YouTubers or something. Hey, I don't what? know. I don't even know if I understood it correctly. I probably like had one eye open. He made like over five million yeah. or, or something like that. That's how he was buying all these cars. But he's silly though, because you were being flashy, and that's how like all eyes were you on you. Get caught you. up. Yeah, all yeah. eyes were on you because you wanted to do silly stuff like, you know, buy cars and jewelry and houses and then like you do crazy stuff like pull up to the dealership with 50,000 cash they're gonna be like where'd that come from yeah where's it coming you know, from places I'm like that ask. that's how Miami was built Miami was built yeah. and Miami when you pull up with cash no one says nothing they know yeah. where it came from yeah, yeah I don't know where he, he's from though uh, somewhere in probably in Texas, or you know what I yeah. mean. You can get really nice cars out there for cheap in Texas. Yeah, there's no, there's been a lot. There's been a lot in our industry too in real estate that got caught with a PPP loan buying like. Uh, penthouses and, oh, like, yeah. and stuff like that. Where yeah. it's just like, see, yeah. I didn't, I didn't take out the PPP. I didn't <laughs> put my name in the sweepstakes. So, yeah. but I know a lot of people that did, but actually did yeah. something with the money. Yes. Not, yeah, not, not just yes. like, listen. Okay, flashy. if the government's handing out money at a, an interest rate of one percent, it's, it's yeah. kind of silly not. Yeah. to yeah. One, of, one of my biggest regrets. It, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I, I did it. <laughs> one, of, one of my biggest regrets. Yeah. I, I just, I just. I mean, I did. Yeah, did you? Yeah, I had a the guys. Business. Yeah, yeah I have staff. the real business. Yeah, I'm not in a Lamborghini or something. Like, <laughs> I didn't do it. Yeah. You I, take it out too? No. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even have my business at that time. Yeah, so okay, I, okay. the guys, bro, the guys came yeah. to me. They're like, you'd be stupid not to. And they were right. Yeah. At the at the interest rate, it was basically like, uh, 
free money. <laughs> yeah. And then in the, in the case that like the interest rate is so low. Yeah. Right. Like if you took any other loan, a personal loan, you're talking 20 something percent. percent yeah. 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 Like, and then they were doing like grace periods yeah. and forgiveness, all these things. So like if you were a legit business and you had staff and you yeah. could like prove all these things, it's like, why wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. And, and, and <laughs> I'm know? paying them back right now. So yeah. it's not like <laughs> I'm on the run. Yeah. Catch me if you can. <laughs> uh, okay. What's uh, what's the funniest thing you've ever seen when doing someone's taxes or anything in regards to finance without giving names or too much details yeah. or stuff like that? What is like <laughs> trying to hide this from my wife? <laughs> uh, <laughs> These entertainment <laughs> funniest thing? Um, I don't know. It's like listen, it's like, you don't know that ten thousand dollars I spent at the club. Don't tell anybody about this. I wouldn't. Speaking of, really was, is that considered entertainment, by the way? <laughs> I mean, I guess if you take your staff, it's like, if you have a staff meeting, but who's going to have a staff meeting in the middle of the club? Like, come on, you got to Is there a certain limit on how much? Is there any <laughs> other way to have a staff meeting? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, coffee, I feel like that's the on. only way to have a staff no. We can have a staff me- meeting at what union is a nice little. Oh, my like, God. The next staff Close. meeting Y'all is at DTC. <laughs> Y'all doing way too much. Uh, hey, bottle services is a write off. Bring the IRS man <laughs> in there. <laughs> Tell them run the receipts. Yeah. yeah. We got the whole section. Exactly. Y'all hilarious. Um, funniest thing, though, I don't know. I don't really don't? run into like, because I feel like the thing about taxes, too, especially if you do like a married filing joint, like both of them have to review the tax return and you have to. Tell them like and the documents too. A lot of the times, well, come on. I know you got some guy that has like a little like apartment. That he's like, listen, no. this one well, is even. off the books. Don't tell my wife about this little condo I got in no. North Loop. Hey, well, I'm, I'm not partaking in any of this. Hey, I, look, I never came across anything like that. But I would not be surprised if there were some accountants out there that have been doing this for like 20 years that probably yeah. came across some people that's like, yeah. You know, I got a little this and that going on. Don't tell my spouse or whatever, which sucks, but... It's terrible. It's a terrible, it's, terrible thing. It is terrible. Yes, it's terrible. Hey, it's life. What are you going to do? But <laughs> it's anyway... It's a terrible, <laughs> terrible thing. Yeah, I, I wouldn't really say that I've came across anything, like, along those lines. Has anything even made you, like, smile? Like, anything like... Eh. <laughs> this guy's like, trying to get in the, no, the dirty mean, world of accounting. <laughs> there is a huge dirty world of accounting. That's what I'm trying to say. Like the accounting world is like on the face of it, it's like uh, they're like boring. But listen, yeah. beneath Be those down. numbers, those numbers yeah. never lie. People, men the lie, numbers, women lie. But the numbers, numbers don't, don't lie. lie. Numbers don't lie. Uh, okay, I guess I, this wasn't really something that went on a personal like a person's taxes, but I've seen like OnlyFans transactions. On <laughs> oh my god! How much? How much was it? Was it a lot? No, it wasn't a lot. It's just ah, one of those things man. where you can tell, like you can tell Selling a person three ninety nine toe hey, photos. Hey, no, you can tell like a person is like buying to like watch or like subscribe to a person. <laughs> <laughs> not not them selling stuff on. OnlyFans. Oh, okay, that's you even worse because I, I I I applaud the person selling. I but I, I don't know if they had a. I disapprove. I don't think they did. Buying. I don't think that person had a spouse. I mean, they could have had a girlfriend or something. I don't know. So if a woman wants to find out <laughs> if their man is cheating, don't ask them, me because I'm not about to go. Go to the, your accountant. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them to pull I it mean, up. I mean, if you're uh, married, filing joint, I mean, 
they're going to see the tax return anyways and the financial documents. Usually the wife is the one that submits it, to be honest. It's rarely the husband the that husband? submits and it. And she's doing she's it gonna have to. Fans. No. <laughs> I know. That's, that, would be, that would be bad if you find hey, out I, that I, your, your spouse this, is doing OnlyFans. I have fans. nothing wrong with people who do. I find nothing wrong with people who do OnlyFans. It's actually a career. I know a lot of people that are making bank. I know a lot of people who file their taxes legit that have OnlyFans. A I lot actually, of people? You know a lot of people. <laughs> like, I, like, I have a... I'm, oh, okay. uh, no, 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 not in that type of way. Stop. You're going to seem like you have a Stop. whole clientele no, But I do have some clients. And yeah. then I also have, like, um, like, a community of, like, tax preparers. And we're, you know, we mm-hmm. bounce ideas off of each other. Yeah. And that's definitely, like, a career path that we see coming along with people actually... You know, yeah. making good money, yep. treating it as a business, yeah. electing to be an S corp, like all these things, because yep. they're they're making a lot of money. I know? want to applaud women yeah. uh, yes. making good money off of OnlyFans because yes, like if if I could personally sell a <laughs> foot picture for thirty dollars or whatever, I think they're selling a little bit more than that, my man. I, well. <laughs> Trust me. Some of them are just regular Instagram photos. And it's like, if I could finesse that from yeah. other people, like, why wouldn't I? Yeah. If there's not? guys out here finessing cable things, like. For real. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's true. That's so true. it's like, uh, kudos yeah. to them. Yeah, but kudos. haram to all the other people <laughs> buying it. Okay. <laughs> they, uh, they have uh, fetishes that they, yeah. they, they handle Stop. in the See darkness. <laughs> yes. Stop. Which is like it's bad because I'm like hurting their business, but for the love of God, stop. Okay, they cannot stop. <laughs> they are not going to listen to you. I keep getting them emails like resubscribe. Right. I got a new video. Okay. Haram. We're going to name this podcast the Haram Podcast. Anyway, uh, okay. Uh, this is another kind of we're kind of getting into a more like lighthearted questions and stuff. Not yeah. uh, if you could give one piece of financial advice to a fictional character, who would it be and what would you tell them? Uh, I thought about this uh, earlier too, and I I, I picked someone. Character. Yeah, like a fictional character, like who knows, like oh Bruce Wayne or uh, who knows, like a, a Harry Potter or something. I don't know. Like uh, if you could uh, even a, a movie you might like, like hey, this person needs some uh, financial help. Fictional character? Yeah. Either from a book, a movie, TV show, whatever. Yeah, think of uh, your favorite movie. Oh, uh, you know, Breaking Bad, Heisenberg. What would you tell them? Would you tell them to buy those laundry mats and everything? You know what's so crazy? I don't watch Breaking Bad, but I do watch... Uh, I'm trying to think of, like, other fictional... I've been like? watching some crazy shows. Like, I like, like Grey's Anatomy? No, like Power. Like, oh, I like well, Power, too. Well, what would you tell Ghost? Ooh. Wait a minute. Is that, is that your favorite character? Who's your favorite character? Uh... I feel like I, you like Kanan. You like Kanan type, huh? Kanan was cool. Yeah. Kanan, I watch BMF too. BMF, okay. I like that. I like watching. If that I had to, what give would you tell Big Meech? Well, yeah, Big Meech. Uh, he's a real person in real life. Yes. But uh, yeah. in the show, I probably would have told him, "Don't be as flashy." Yes. Because that's how they got caught up yep. in their yeah. in their stuff. Um, don't keep the cash in the Ferrari keep, compartments. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't do silly. Stuff. Don't buy jewelry to the extent that they were doing. You know, just yeah. mink coats. Mink and coats. And <laughs> it's all. I I mean, I get it to a certain extent because if you never had nothing, yeah, you, know, so you should have took the stuff. West T route. Yes. Should have took yes. T's. The brother, if yep, anyone the doesn't know. Yep, the brother. Two. Yeah, yep. definitely T's route. But uh, well, you're seeing that type of money, too. It's not too many people that come from nothing, I will say. Yeah. Yeah. 
especially in Detroit but too. The, the smartest yeah, in, people, in those type of yeah, the where, smartest people know how to keep it under wraps, and they live oh, yeah. comfortably for the rest of their for lives. For the rest of their lives, but yep, they, they go ne- no one will ever know. Mm-mm. No, yeah, he'll still drive the same old Honda. Yep. He'll still. I'll, I'll never forget this video. Sorry to interrupt, but I no, never forget this video mm-hmm. of um, when they were the sixty minutes was interviewing Jeff Bezos, and at Ooh. this time he was ten billion dollars worth, mm-hmm. and they're riding around in his Honda Accord. Of like 96 or something. And it's 1999. They're doing this. And the guy's like, you're worth about $10 billion. He's like, uh, okay. He's like, the only reason I say that is, what's up with the Honda Accord? And he's like... It's just a car. It's just a car. A lot it's of people are like that. And yeah. those people are the ones that really are building generational they wealth. Are. Yeah. They are. Yeah, they're, they're not like, flashy. Usually the flashiest people are the brokest. <laughs> or they end up being the brokest. Like yeah. It ends up catching up to them, um, especially if you got your yeah. money in ways that you should Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, a great example of this is uh, Mike Tyson. Like, he yeah. had tons of money in mm-hmm. it, just all, like, gone. Yeah. Yep. yep, and he had to kind of rebuild and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. So I'd say, yeah, if if I had to pick a halfway fictional character, I'm going to say from BMF because that's Big a show Meech. I've been watching consistently. Meech. Yeah, like don't be as flashy. And I would also say like um, move smarter too and like put some money up for your people type of thing because I, I don't know. I mean, I guess when I was you say put some money up for your people, what does that mean? Uh, build generational wealth. Like, put the money in places where trust your accounts, kids, trust, trust accounts, accounts, real estate, yeah, real estate, those kinds of things yep. where uh, you're building for decades and generations to come, so that like your kids and grandkids can benefit from it. Yeah, but if I you agree. just got like wads of cash sitting around and the feds pull up on you, like that's you know, it. Take it. That's yeah, it. they're taking every asset that you you're got done. that they yeah. can. Yeah. Yes. No, I get that. I get that. Uh, that's why I got bank accounts in the Cayman Islands. <laughs> Hey, I had a professor that put me onto that. Uh, He had got a divorce and he moved all his money. Before he got the divorce? Before it got to the point where she could get her hands on it. So she got nothing. Let's have this guy on the podcast. I don't. don't, He's a smart guy. I don't know what the like total outcome was, but I believe he beat them to the punch and did what he needed to do. And he was one of those people that like. Kind of like a Jeff Bezos where uh-huh. you know he's wealthy, but like... Doesn't he, look like yeah, it. Yeah, nope. Yeah. Driving like a 99 yeah. Toyota Corolla. Just yep. humble. Just not flashy humble, not or any flashy. of that. Yeah, I like, he, I like that. He had like um, his PhD. He went to Harvard. He has all these real estate properties. Just like very successful. Yeah. Made sure his kids are well off. But as soon as like he was about to get divorced and he knew... He knew she was going to get lawyers and stuff. He was like, oh, let's wrap it up and yeah, move the, move this guy's the smart. assets. Yeah. Uh, my whole thing with like all of that is like at at one point like you want to live your life like it'd be like yeah like like the yeah. whole like ninety nine Honda that's like that's cool for a little while but it's like yeah you want to treat yourself too uh, obviously if you're doing illegal activities <laughs> right. and you're not paying then yes the flashy lifestyle right. is not for you right because you're bringing more attention to yourself correct right but right. if you are doing everything legit then yeah go treat yourself yeah. treat yourself oh, yeah. yeah I mean he does own an island in private jets I mean yeah you know what I mean yeah the, the <laughs> Panama very well off. He might just not just like he might not like cars like that. Too. Probably he probably like, spends his money in other places. And right, there's yeah. a lot of people like that where 
you know, they really yeah. like that one thing. Like there's some people who really like traveling. So that's where they put a lot of their money in yeah. right. making sure that they're comfortable. They're at the best resorts and all these things. Um, but yeah, I guess it just really depends on who the person is. I mean, would you rather own a really nice car or an island? An island for yeah. sure. So I think yeah, that's what Bezos did. Uh, don't blame him, but. All right. Oh, Bezos? Know. No, doesn't even have cars anymore. He has like spaceships. <laughs> yeah, cars. What is a car? It's yeah, a like I got a space. rocket that launches to the moon. <laughs> right. I, don't right. I don't need a car. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. If you could change one accounting rule or regulation, what do you think it would be? Um. If you accounting. could wave a magic wand, or or if you uh, found the genie, whatever. Collected all seven Dragon Balls, whatever <laughs> wish you needed to make. Ooh, that's a hard one because there's so many rules and it applies to so many different yeah. type of people. Um, but would it be the nails one? <laughs> mm, I no. would say to. I don't know if this is really like one rule necessarily, but um, I would love to see the IRS have more consistency in the way their tax laws change and how soon they change to adapt to how our country is moving. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, like economically? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I feel like sometimes certain laws are a little delayed or like people will be impacted negatively for a couple of years. And then all of a sudden it's like yep. new tax law. And it's like, you guys should have done that so long ago. Right. Well, it wasn't there a huge thing in regards to online, like they didn't tax online purchases or this or that there was this huge thing. And then they started doing that because if you bought online, let's say you bought from a, a, a state like Florida bought yeah. something from Florida that yeah, had no sales tax. They don't have state. Yeah. Tax yeah, exactly. So it's like, how does that, all yeah. kind of work. Oh, and by the way, you know, we've been talking about like Caymans and Panama and stuff like that. Like, we don't even need to go that far for great uh, tax laws. There's a place called South Dakota. Uh, and trust <laughs> yeah. me, it, it is the new Delaware. So. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, there's actually <laughs> a handful haven. of um, uh, taxes and I mean, states in the U.S. that don't have state taxes. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd say for sure, though, that that's one thing I would like to see. Oh, yeah. Texas doesn't have state income tax. Yeah, they don't. Mm-hmm. Florida what? doesn't. Um, Nevada. If, oh, <laughs> here's a question I just thought of. If you could, uh, if <laughs> if you could make a shell corporation, what would that <laughs> shell corporation name be? Shell corporation. <laughs> I don't know. I had to think about that. <laughs> what would yours be? <laughs> or you already got one? I'm not hiding money here. <laughs> shell corporation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying. Don't to look, look here. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Uh, shoebox shoebox money <laughs> shoebox money there we go <laughs> if you have shoebox money let let uh, uh ilham know <laughs> she could help you she out. can definitely help there's you there's still out. a lot of people that like keep money in their shoebox believe it or not oh There's yeah. nothing wrong with it some people use it as a saving strategy like a budgeting like, yeah okay i'm gonna put all my like a piggy bank aside. yeah exactly uh, okay like so here's my bank. here's my here's my take right and then i feel like especially in our community yeah. Um, you know, uh, in regards to uh, where we're from and everything like that, uh, keeping cash is a terrible idea because due to inflation, you are losing that cash. It is better to invest yeah. that money into yeah. real estate, into other uh, savings, yes, bonds, whatever the case may be. Because yep. if you have money just laying around, it's either going to get taxed or due to inflation, just get eaten away. Mm-hmm. So like this whole like yeah. notion of like, oh, I got all this hundred thousand under my bed and mattress yeah. and this and that. 
uh, that hundred thousand. Find a financial the, yeah. advisor. Connect with a financial yeah. advisor and mm. accountant. We know a ton of them. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, there's some really good ones in the Twin Cities. I work with one personally for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out! Shout out to Mark. He's yep, Mark. Was, connect, mm-hmm. connect with Ilham, and she can, you know, connect you with other Refer people. You, and yep. yeah, yep. yeah, another yeah. Another one. His name is yes. Danny. He's really because again, him. people uh, in this uh, our community really doesn't know. So like, my know. dad always kept cash, cash. and thinking like, oh, like this hundred dollars still a hundred dollars. <laughs> like, no, no. play like the eggs cost ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah, eggs no. are inflation's high. going up. And yeah. Milk is crazy. Yes. Yes. prices are insane. Yeah, inflation is at a crazy rate, and. It's just, yeah. it's getting crazy. So it's, 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 it's very tough. Okay. So last thing, go ahead, plug yourself, tell the world <laughs> everything, uh, contact information, Instagram, Facebook, where website, wherever they can find you talking to that camera right there. Okay. Tell them, tell them everything. All right. So if you are in need of bookkeeping services, tax preparation, payroll, business consulting, um, you can reach me at my website. It's kind of long. www.universalaccservices.com. Contact at universalaccservices.com. That's my email. Um, I'm also on Google. So if you know if you need to go to my website and submit an inquiry, that's totally fine, too. I have a booking link on my website so if you want to book a free tax consultation 15 minutes bookkeeping consultation also free for the first 15 minutes and payroll uh let's see phone number is also on there ig universal dot accounting um facebook universal accounting i feel like i'm on every platform dang uh yeah yeah Look, that's the one. I'm gonna cross over to TikTok one of these days, but we've been talking it, about that too. Yeah, it's gonna be banned. I'm not gonna start you think something. So? I know, so it's really? gonna be banned. Yes. Why? Because it's a China Chinese corporation that is uh, malicious in what mm. they do, <laughs> and it's already been banned in a, a few states, few countries. Yeah, uh, the government it's <clears throat> itself has been, so Congress can't have TikTok Whoa. because they they purposely send uh, terrible stuff to like other countries where mm-hmm. like the kids of this country either have to do like dumb stuff or dances I've seen that. whereas then the kids yeah. in china get like educational education video. yeah, yeah like, you're oh, making like, them geniuses yeah. the whole time yeah. making the world yeah, yeah, yeah. Aren't the smartest. yeah like kids are doing crate challenges or other yeah. dumb Just stuff dumb, d- dumb i've seen that yeah. yeah or putting kids in danger yep yeah okay Everyone, all of her info will be in the link below so you guys can uh, contact her for your tax purpose needs. You know, uh, Better Call Elham. That's a new show on Netflix. That's Better Call Elham. Uh, yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Might be coming soon to there screen you near you. There you go. To Netflix. Binge, binge watch it. Yeah. Thank you okay. guys so much. I appreciate it. No, yeah, thank sure. you, Elham. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your time. No we know how valuable it is. Uh, we are grateful for you to come on here today to speak to us, to a lot our viewers, of gems, our a lot listeners. Of we really enjoyed and learned a ton in this podcast. Uh, we hope you come back in the future when you have oh, the yeah. biggest accounting firm here in Minnesota, <laughs> yeah. right? For sure. Um, uh, we pray for your continued success. Thank uh, you. Above all, your health and the health of your family. Appreciate so that. everyone, please like, subscribe, and comment what you took away from this wonderful and insightful podcast about accounting or something you can work on in regards to your own personal finance. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you back here for episode 17. Thank you. See you. See ya. Bye.